So I actually um, listened to a few of my favorite podcasts the last week. And yeah. I noticed that there's one that also just directly jumps in. Okay. That's, that actually, that's my kind of party. Yeah, that made me feel really good about us. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah definitely. And they also have like this casual style of conversation. I was like, maybe they figured something out. Yeah. Maybe it's, it's just... actually nicer for a con casual conversation to not have like this formal intro. No, exactly. So Are we're you... already into it now. Yeah. First play the that's... music and maybe yeah, that's who, too much. Who wants music, you know? Yeah. I want music. How has your week been? Um, it was going fine until yesterday. Just disappointing. Yeah. What happened? I've been trying to, I actually don't know what happened. So maybe it's something we can talk about. But so I was trying the Pomodoro technique all oh, last yeah. week. All this week, I mean. Yeah. So I downloaded one and I was doing uh, intervals of like 25 minutes. So I was like working in those 25 minutes and it was five uh, minute break and then every four, 15. So that was really good. And it was, I wasn't doing much of them. From like Monday to Wednesday, I was probably in that style was like targeting just to do like six, just to fill it out, you know, just to fill it out. And then after that, I just didn't use it and I was just doing my own thing. And I was kind of happy with it because it was like forcing me to do work. You know what I mean? Like it was forcing my brain to do work because I would look at the time and I'd be like, all right, I still got to like, I still got to work. Even if my brain wanted to go somewhere else. Like it wanted to, yeah. to, it was like screaming at me to like distract me real quick. Like I was like, no, you still have like five minutes or 10 minutes left. So I'll just continue working, forcing myself to go through. And then it was like, it was, it was, I was getting more done. It was really good. But then I actually was really happy with it. But then on uh, yesterday, so Thursday, I'm going to go for um, 15 that sounds too like, short. No, no, no. 15 intervals. Oh, okay. 15 uh, times 25, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to go for that. And I was like forcing myself all day. And I just felt huge anxiety at the end of the day. I was not feeling good whatsoever. My brain felt weird. It kind of looked to me like I was like on the brink of burning out. Did to you be honest? Did you take longer breaks after a set of four? Yeah, exactly. So it was like five, 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 and then uh, fifteen. So yeah, I'm trying to figure out if it was because of that or like this might sound crazy. Maybe something I ate. I don't know, bro. But I just feel just felt like I don't want to do anything. I'm just and i even i think i even freaked myself more out because i started researching like googling um like <laughs> beginning signs of burning out and stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay then you just get deeper down the rabbit hole and yeah and i was so, like i pretty much have all of these symptoms you know? like, <laughs> I'm like freaking out over here i'm wondering if so there are all of these like interesting discussions and research into how many hours per day you can actually work um, with like high concentration. Yeah. 
and whether or not setting a goal to work like the whole day in these intervals is not setting the goal like way too high. Mm-hmm. Because realistically, um, I would say if you or what most people say is that you get between like at max four to six hours of like deep work done anyway. Yeah. So if you try to extend it past that threshold, I could imagine that your brain is just spent anyway and you're just constantly fighting yourself. No, I think that's probably like I'm just trying to figure out what happened yesterday. And the only difference from the other days was that that I set my goal to 15, like 15 times 25. You know, I don't know how to say that, but like 15 intervals of 25 minutes of induced work, you know. So that's uh, more than six hours if you. um, Yeah, it's a lot of work. So I I'm not even like I'm not sure if it's because I am like on the path of burning out, which I, that would be very scary to me. Or if it's because um, my brain works, just just works different now. Like I've, I've trained it in a different way that I'm just doing my own thing because I can seriously have um, induced work for like two hours straight or like three hours straight with no problem at times. Um, and then take like breaks in between as well. Like I'll be just, working and then research something that leads me to somewhere else and then come back to it and and that has worked amazingly good for me in the past so maybe i'm not sure if this is just something that just does not work for my brain or if it's just because i really am because i'm just figuring out little things as well like i'm not as excited about what i'm doing anymore like it's just very repetitive to me now there's nothing new there's no challenges that's why i'm like i'm actually craving diving into another um programming language right now because like Elixir or Rust is sounding like heaven to me. Rust. Right about now. Rust. Rust. <laughs> so, like, I really want to dive into these things. And plus, yeah. like, I'm starting to get a little fed up with front end. Like, I, I didn't even start with front end to begin with. Like, it's just something that naturally went through the course of my career. Um, but I just like the idea of working with mobile devices. Like, yeah. that's what attracted me towards going into React Native that I do now, you know. But now I'm just, like, missing that those like complex problems uh, that I do not face yeah. here. Yeah, I'm not sure, man. Um, it sounds like it could be any of like various different things going yeah. on. So A, um, I do think setting a goal to work like your whole day in this is a little bit ambitious. Um, yeah. I have to be honest, I have not done enough research into this technique to know what kind of the recommended dose is for your day yeah the default but, was 10 so i don't know if that says anything on the actual app that i downloaded i'm not sure but yeah. this is something where i would definitely scale back and say hey if i let's say get four to six hours done with like enough breaks in the middle i'm perfectly happy with this and then the rest of the working day i'll spend on stuff or yeah i would spend on stuff that's maybe not as uh, demanding on my brain as the other four hours mm-hmm. because ideally I think the goal or personally my goal would be to make the first half of the day or where you use this technique kind of as effective as possible knowing that that will balance out whatever productivity you might lose towards the end of the day Yeah, uh, and then say hey towards the end of the day I'll do some research or some exploration where I don't need to be like totally on to get this stuff done and there's not as much pressure on me. 
yeah. or do your administration answer all the mails, um, keep up with the exactly. team, these kind of tasks. Uh, and then use Pomodoro for the periods of time where you're actually like, working on a concrete problem and want to make progress. It's kind of the first part. That's the not second, a bad idea. Yeah. The, the second, I think, is really the question of, yeah, what brings you joy in your work, in a way? And if you feel that you're missing something, is that some like either how can you find that in the work that you currently do or the time that you have outside of work or might it actually be necessary um, eventually to transition into a new job for example or kind of realign your role within the company or whatever the possibilities are but is this something that is important enough to uh, consider taking action on it yeah i want to I want to start by like experimenting. That's something that I also miss from previous job. I am just want to have that time to start experimenting with new technologies again. Like yeah. I miss that so much. Not that we've done it a lot uh, in the old job N as well, but no, not especially not towards the end, but definitely, you know, towards yeah. like, the beginning, I'm like missing that a lot. So I'm, I was actually today, on uh, some spare time, I was looking at courses or books, like Rust books and mm. Elixir books and stuff to see what, uh, what I should dive into. And I think I'm just going to play around with that. I don't want to do, though, because I'll just I think that would just not help my cause. I don't want to go and dive into a book and just start messing with like exorcism and stuff. I just want to start getting something live, not live, but, you know, yeah, getting, yeah ideally like, just getting my feet wet already with uh with actual apps or just problems or something yeah exactly like solve an actual use case yeah and exactly. have something in in real life that ideally you can use in a way yeah i don't want to do like prime numbers right now or like oh Fibonacci. have you not yeah. done that like 27 times already <laughs> 27 billion <laughs> times yeah yeah there are certain exorcism uh challenges that i know by heart yeah, I know, like same here. Four different languages. <laughs> yeah. yeah, same here. Yeah, yeah, it's so. a tough one. I think it is It is really important to be aware of your own needs. Because I would do agree, like, especially, like, burning out is really not fun. No. And catching the early, like, the warning signs early on, I think, is super important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that requires, I think, some yeah reflection and introspection for you to figure out how important is that for me? Is it something that, yeah, you can, uh, is it a need that you can satisfy by spending a day or so um, on regular cadence, just learning, exploring on your own? Or is it really something where you either need to look for new challenges in the job or... Uh, take up woodworking uh to get your mind of it like who knows i was thinking that i was thinking that exact same thing today as i was like laying and looking at the abyss just not, not knowing what to do with my brain yeah i kind of felt that um like a little bit of a crave to do something with my hands i i know that I was, one yeah yeah so i um um but i don't know what yet but i'm trying to see but i definitely was like my brain was craving it a little bit 
I think especially working with computers all day, there is really like this tangible uh, result that is missing in a way where you can actually see and feel what Absolutely. you've done throughout the day. Absolutely. Where, yeah, woodworking or working on machines always comes in as like this hobby that, uh, yeah, at least I would want to have uh, to create kind of a counterbalance uh, to just doing cognitive work all day. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's a tough one. Um, and I honestly have to say, I don't really have a good, like, especially thinking about learning and spending time with, for me, for example, I would love to spend more time with Rust. But yeah. I don't actually know where to find the time to do it. Um, so I can't recommend you anything or... No, and that's the, that's my problem as well. I don't know, like I don't have the time either, especially not now that I'm like about to get married. I need to do a lot of things already and still not like afterwards. I'm looking, I'm looking at those days after it's going to be amazing. Plus, you know what it is as well? I have not taken a vacation since last year in March. Oh, that is way, way, way too long. So, and the, the reason is because I pretty much spend all my vacation days from last year in March, like March, April. And then uh, this year, um, my entire mentality was to um, save all my vacation days for the end of the year, which is, you know, when I get married and go on honeymoon and all that. And so that's also a reason, like it's been over a year and a half now. Then I think it's definitely time to take a long vacation. I can't wait till to kind December. of disconnect it's a little amazing. bit and I will do absolutely nothing for that whole month. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I can't wait. But yeah, that's been my week, man. Just trying to figure out if I come up with something or figure something out or just get some strategy. I'll definitely let you know. Yeah, it sounds like a tough challenge. Um, I'm not sure if there's anything that I can do to help. Do you need some inspiration to look Tell into me Rust, how for example? sweet Rust is, man. Tell me uh, how it's so sweet nice. Rust. I actually <laughs> do have, if, if I find a time, there's actually like a super small script in quotation marks that I would want to write for myself. Um just to have a, use, a reason to use Rust and build something that I actually both need and can finish in like a weekend. Yeah. There's, yeah, it's a tough one. Um, again, it's it's the time that's just missing. Especially for you right now. You're, how's it going with you? How's this week? Any difference? Any routine patterns? Realization? No, so I have to... so. I was actually surprised how quickly the week went by. Like we recorded the last podcast, I think on Sunday. Is that correct? That's also true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we recorded on Sunday, um, my evening. So that day, nothing happened anymore. Then I worked four days and then it's today. Uh, so yeah. that just went by insanely fast. I had, yeah, a few goals as well to look into like these different techniques that we talked about during the last podcast. I... I'm still not sure if I want to buy a new microphone, potentially for the podcast as well. 
I have this very good excuse that my girlfriend wants to get a new one. So if I buy a new one, I can give her my old because it's definitely good <laughs> enough for her. So I have to see if I want to take that uh, chance and just go for it. But yeah, a week just flew by. Um, I'm still stuck with pretty much the same considerations or yeah, problems that I didn't have answers to the last time. Um, in particular, that I still like talking about side projects and doing Rust and learning new programming languages. It would still be super valuable to actually have my own uh, PC for that or my own laptop. And True. I still haven't made progress. Um, I'm kind of stuck on this and I'm not sure if it's something that I should kind of actively be yeah, trying to find it. So if this is the point where I should just make a decision to not have to think about it or whether or not it still makes sense to kind of wait a little bit because maybe there will be like new MacBooks towards the end of the year or... Um, there won't be any MacBooks until like June, man. Yeah, I'm not sure. There's still like the rumor for like the 16-inch... Is that soon though? Yeah, rumor. I don't know. Uh, yeah, every time they they've been getting out their MacBook Pros out on like June every year now. That's been the that's been the pattern. Yeah, that's true as well. Um, yeah, so that's a little bit of a tif- uh, tough one uh, that I still struggle with a little bit. So you can learn though if you're like going to learn and explore, you can definitely still do it in the work machine. Yeah, that is true. But then, um, so I still have like the habit tracker that I would want to work on. Um, mm-hmm. That I, yeah, would want to rather do my own machine. Um, I do have a side project uh, using Rust that I might want to work on further. But again, it's also something that yeah I'd rather do do on my own equipment. And then there's also like the practical part where uh, this week, for example, I've taken the train um, to reduce my carbon footprint. Oh, did you? Yeah. How was that? It was the first time, right? Yeah, it just took forever. Um, it was quite nice because you actually... What day? Um, so I have went there on Monday, which took... By train. Yeah, by train, which took, I want to say like five hours, roughly. And then the way back yesterday, it took like five and a half or so because the train, of course, got delayed. Yeah. It's nice that you can just sit down and then for four hours, more or less, just or four and a half hours, sit in the same train and just not go through security or wait 15 minutes there, 15 minutes there. Um, that's pretty nice. That was what was annoying about flying is that you don't actually have a long period of like time that you can consecutively use. Mm-hmm. so that's where the train was pretty nice um on the other hand it's just it takes so long um but isn't it, the, it isn't it the exact same time kind of yeah though? that if is true um i do kind of track this a little bit and it's more or less it's roughly the same it's maybe 15 minutes more which or half an hour even but on like yeah for five hours half an hour doesn't actually make a huge difference anymore no, exactly, because by the time you actually get out of your house, make it to the airport, go through security, wait for the plane, get the plane, you know, the ride. Yeah, exactly. There and going. So, uh, um, so that's, yeah, that was pretty nice about the train. Um, it does make me feel a little bit 
Yeah, I was going to say, it does feel like I spend a lot of time each week just traveling, independent of the uh, actual like mode of transportation. Mm. I still spend a lot of time either um, using the plane or the train. And that does increase my motivation to actually try to do something with that time that makes sense and is a little bit productive instead of just sitting there and yeah, listening to music or reading random newspaper articles. Yeah. Um, yeah. But again, like, would I actually want to buy a Windows laptop? That's just, <laughs> oh my God, it's... No, you don't, man. Uh, you don't. But Linux is also... I'm not nah, sure if I should... I've been looking into it actually, actually this week from our conversation into linux I do want my own yeah i was i want my own machine yeah now more than ever so i was like looking at um and i was looking at what you because i've never run across that problem that you mentioned that it doesn't actually utilize the hardware in an efficient way whenever you install the operating system yeah so i was looking into that and wanted to see if there's actually machines that are very good at this yeah and I went through like Reddit and like the best, the top five best laptops for Linux and stuff. So there's some that actually, there's some, um, I think it's like Dell and like all these other, and like, I think it's Dell that they have machines that you can actually, they come with the, um, with the distro right off the. Yeah. Yeah. They save like $50 or so on licensing fees for Windows. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, honestly, I'm kind of leaning towards just getting a ThinkPad or so. Exactly, you can install that into it, and like the ThinkPad was apparently uh, praised yeah. for that. But then I like, of course, looked at Reddit, and they're like, they're crap. Yeah, you can find I think that opinion everywhere for like any product everywhere. that you look for. Exactly. Because um, I was looking at the top five, and like the second one was the carbon, carbon or whatever. Yeah, X One Carbon. Yeah, yeah, that looks actually pretty nice. Although I'm not sure if I would want to get the like X One or just the normal like T four ninety or whatever uh, it is. I have it right here, actually pulled up. I just pulled it up from yesterday's like history, and it's like the number one is the Purism Librem. 13. Yeah, I've never heard of that. That has to be like custom made for Linux or so. It says, okay, so this is what this is the selling point. It says, if privacy is part of the reason you're interested in Linux, the Librem 13 might be for you. Apparently, they focus on that. It says the and focuses mostly on security and privacy. I'll have to check it out. I just want to know what is different about that than like any other laptop. Um, I'll send you the link. Yeah, do it, please. Uh, yeah. I'll and check then, it out like, afterwards. Yeah, it's uh, from maketecheasier.com. The second one is a Dell XPS. Oh, yeah, that uh, new one is... Developer, ed- developer edition, it says. It says it even ships with Ubuntu installed mm. out of the box. Yeah. Uh, and then it gives you, like, recommended distros as well. And then the other one is the Lenovo ThinkPad X1 Carbon, sixth generation. Uh, the fourth one is the System 76. Never heard of that. And especially never heard of the fifth one, where it says it's Pine 64. 
Now those are all like obscure brands I've never heard of before. Oh no, don't get this. It's what? The laptop is $99. Oh nice. It's probably like Oh, it's like yeah, it's which is like a Raspberry Pi. Okay. Oh, that is cool actually, though. That's really cool actually because it's an actual like like laptop. Oh, that's pretty dope. Like the Pi yeah. in general is crazy how much power that has now compared to when it came oh, out. Yeah. Dude. I know. I have like the second one and I just got it out of you know you know how we are. Yeah. I have like three <laughs> Arduino boards here. I completely understand why you got it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got it. I'm like, I'm gonna do so many things and it's been sitting with me. I think I installed the the uh distro that I wanted to install and just make like I wanted to make sure I can SSH into it was like the highlight of my night and then after that I never touched it again. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. same here with my with my gadgets. Yeah, it's it's tough. I'm honestly surprised how expensive these laptops still get with like decent hardware. Um Oh yeah. So even like a Dell or a Lenovo is with the configuration that I put together is like 15, 16, 1700 euros still. And yeah. then the jump to like a MacBook Pro is actually not that far anymore. And with the MacBooks at least I know that like how they're manufactured or like the yeah the finish and the manufacturing is like awesome. Yeah. Butterfly keys excluded though. That Ew. is just Ew. Yeah. So, so I'm I'm not sure what's worth more, like risking a keyboard that will just constantly break and you have to uh get it repaired or getting a operating system that will constantly break and you need to get it repaired. Yeah. I'm actually looking at the uh at the um which one is this? The Dell XPS. Yeah. And that's funny. You it, it's $100 off right off the bat if you go with uh Linux. Oh, that might actually be yeah, might might increase the price difference between a Mac and a Win or yeah, non-Mac yeah, machine. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I literally put because it gives you an option to customize it in its operating system. And the price was, um, uh, well, here in U.S. dollars is $1,055. And as soon as I changed it to uh, Ubuntu, it went to 955 So Not too bad. Yeah, too I have bad. to do some more yeah. research on this. Um, because I do would want to actually yeah, work on stuff again. And I noticed that I'm missing coding, to be honest. It's maybe not a good idea. One. But I would also still would want to try kind of Rust and the whole WebAssembly stuff. And then I'm always thinking of kind of rewriting any web app that I have um, to try that out. Mm. But it, yeah, it doesn't feel like a very constructive use of time. But Why? My, yeah, it's again like the same... So on one hand, it's kind of rewriting versus extending. So do I spend time rewriting what I have or do I just want to keep iterating on it? Well, I think rewriting it. I, yeah, I mean, I understand your point, but if like, for example, me right now, if I was to work on something, I would want to work on something new. So I would have no problem whatsoever uh, rewriting it in something that I'm going to explore, something that I'm finding it extremely new and awesome that's the other argument to this because we're just talking side projects so why not just spend the time like there's no 
external pressure to actually yeah right do anything else with the time in a way exactly um there are no q3 goals that we want to reach with the existing software <laughs> so we could just spend the time um yeah deleting and rewriting it yeah definitely it's just like a small remark but i'm also a little bit disappointed that i don't really have a good opportunity to code because it's hacktober uh hacktoberfest oh no why would you remind me yeah exactly <laughs> it's so true i want it and last year i didn't the year Prior to last year, I did it and got the shirt and everything. Yeah. And I was so excited. It made me feel good. And then last year, I had zero time to do it. So I didn't do it. And this year, I was like, I'm going to do it. And it's already the 11th. Yeah, exactly. Like, time just flies by. I was able to kind of squeeze in one PR last weekend. Um, but it would definitely help to spend five hours in the train working on something and being able to push Can you do it on your own? Can you do it on your own uh, yeah, you, project? Yeah, you can do it on your own project. It's highly encouraged to contribute to other um projects oh, of course but it's of not ruled out no but i got this um i got this um uh, library that actually a lot of people use yeah uh that i would love to update because i haven't touched it in a while and there's like even prs there that are um that i never even looked at then i think and it, i feel horrible about it yeah it would be a good opportunity yeah not that you can't do it any time else but no it would course, fit into like, like a spirit a of the month exactly a good motivator to just go with it yeah no exactly it's it would be really nice to yeah, contribute a little bit to open source again and um find an interesting project to kind of work on or engage with like the broader community um by doing something for example in rust or elixir or whatever it is and kind of reconnect to um yeah the online communities around these languages a little bit yeah that's something that i kind of miss a little bit in the last last time no i'm missing that also engagement how is it uh, going with you and your colleagues uh we're do you have uh i highly doubt you have uh a colleague as awesome as i was that's probably true um how dare how, you? Hard, very hard to replace you um yes yeah so far so good um I have to say, like, I work with pretty cool people. Um, we're, of course, still getting to know each other. And yeah, there's also a lot of work to do and, like, not that much time to kind of really socialize or bond. Um, do they give you lunch over there, by yeah, the way? Yeah. Yeah, we're having... Is it better than sandwiches? And uh... It is definitely... It's Germany, dude. Uh, so it's <laughs> warm lunch, uh, which I can highly recommend to, like, anybody. And yeah, there's around the office, there's not that many options, but the ones that are there are really nice. Um, so that has been quite a, um, yeah, a lot of fun to go out uh, to lunch with the colleagues, uh, spend some time talking about like completely different things than work and getting to know them a little bit. Darn it, I kind of missed that. I was loving the remote life, but now I think because of this, yeah. I don't have like that energy to share with um, people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I love it. I love the remote life. It's, it's amazing. But I definitely from time to time miss, you know, talking to you or somebody else about these kinds of things and getting another perspective and yeah. just spreading that, um, I don't know, energy. 
to go somewhere. Now I'm like bottling everything up by myself, kind of. You know what I yeah. mean? Like if that kind of makes sense. So in a weird way, um, while I'm not really necessarily working remotely, I'm still working in like a super small office in Amsterdam. And then I spend my week, of course, um, traveling. Right. So in a way, I'm still disconnected a little bit from the rest of the company and everything that's happening. And one of the kind of strategies to combat that a little bit is trying to set up like really regular things with people. So calls, for example, or actually um, try to meet them when you're randomly in the same town or these kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And very consciously try to create... Um, yeah, these opportunities to connect with each other. Uh, so part of my, like I have probably three calls per week that are mostly just for like checking up. And um, there's of course always a component in there where um, I get really valuable feedback, especially now in the beginning because I just, there's so much to learn. But they're also there to get to know each other and kind of build these relationships that will hopefully last for, for quite a while, no matter where we are actually located. And that I think is yeah. actually pretty cool to just plan like half an hour um, once or twice a week to just connect to random people and um, get to know them in a way. No, I'm, yeah, I was even, I guess you can tell how much I was missing that a little bit or feeling that that was a need of mine that I actually went on like meetup.com and started looking if there's any meetups about tech and stuff around here and there is none what what I don't know I guess like the tech industry or my fellow geeks is non-existent here in Orlando I don't know what the heck is happening but yeah that is disappointing at least at least not from the technologies that I use. So there was no Ruby. Well, there was a Ruby, but I think there was in Tampa. Um, there was no, I think there was, a, yeah, there was no Elixir, no Rust. Is it just C sharp dot net? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so fun. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> good guess. Um, yeah. But maybe it still makes sense to go there just to kind of check it out and could meet be, a few people. Be, that's, that's uh, something maybe just to see if there are people that are also working remote like maybe it's not actually to get to meet people that you want to um yeah kind of engage with because they use the same tech stack but maybe you will also find people that are in exactly the same boat as you that work remotely and just go there for um yeah the social interaction yeah it actually wouldn't be a bad idea to just check it out and see yeah yeah. Because, yeah, I could imagine that, especially um, kind of going back to the beginning of our conversation, if you, for example, now feel a little bit isolated, um, that that will definitely contribute to, yeah, kind of a dissatisfaction at work, for example, or this feeling of slowly becoming burned out because you're missing kind of this vital component of social interaction. Could and be. that will, yeah, that that might actually either negatively affect everything else that's going on or maybe that's actually like a core uh, piece of the puzzle right now where there are some kind of unmet social needs so to speak that make everything else seem more shitty than it actually is that's could be very true i mean we are very social creatures yeah exactly and 
yeah, if that's missing, then everything else kind of loses color a little bit and doesn't feel as engaging. And maybe that's not actually because, yeah, the tech is boring or the challenge is missing, yeah, but just be. because you're kind of missing that connection. So I would A, uh, see if you can find like locally people that you can actually meet face to face and connect with. But it might also be interesting to see if there's a very kind of specific, let's call it like a project that you can find where you find some time to actually kind of pursue an interest or so of yours and use that as an opportunity as well to connect with someone, even if it's just virtually. But for example, say you want to build like, I don't know, small CLI to sort your download folder once per day or whatever it is that you need to do uh, to say, hey, this is something that I really want to do. Let's see if we can, if you find somebody who wants to contribute to this and let's just work on this project for four weeks, sync once a week. Um, and then if you both do it, then it's probably A, not much work. So hopefully you can kind of squeeze it into the schedule. B, you have something to look out for or look for during the week because you have half an hour schedule to talk about Rust or Elixir or whatever fun stuff you want to do. And yeah. you also get something done and hopefully it's at least useful or you can have a good feeling because you're contributing to open source and Hacktoberfest or... That is such a great idea, actually. And it doesn't... That sounds really good. It doesn't good. need to take a lot of time, um, but just working on something small maybe that's um kind of interesting or i personally would find it interesting as a way to explore something new work on something on the side but also have um yeah still interactions or still feel connected to the community for example yeah that's actually a great idea i think i'm going to start exploring that a little bit more Especially in the spirit of Hacktoberfest. Yeah, that is just to at least be ready for next year. <laughs> at least, right? Darn it. But I want that shirt so bad yeah, to, me too. this year. Um, me too. But damn. Time, man. Yeah, yeah let's follow up on uh, we, yeah, let's follow up on this um, next week and see if we come up with some nice ideas or no, it sounds good. developments in this good. area. Uh, hopefully it's just a tiny little phase of a couple of days that I'm going through and then everything will just be sunshines and rainbows again next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't, don't want to be like the negative guy, but <laughs> it's also okay to feel shitty sometimes. Um, yeah, definitely. I think one of the like biggest risks is to make yourself feel shitty for feeling shitty. Because sometimes it's just... Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm right there. Sometimes it's right just... Now. Damn, it's just the mood that you're in. And it's okay to be like that for like a day or two or three. And then it will get better eventually. But kind of feeling anxious about feeling anxious doesn't help with like the original anxiety at all. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, that's a very good point. It's yeah. a good point. Um, I'm... A little bit out of topics for today, so I would just suggest we wrap it. Yeah, let's. Uh, let's also, do it. I'm really ready to go into the weekend. Oh, I can totally. Imagine oh, it's actually that. it has been raining the whole week, but it's supposed to be really nice on the weekend, like 21 degrees, 
would no you way. believe Seriously? it? Is yeah, that, would you believe it? it? No, I, I actually I actually do because when I was living there, I remember that there's this like one like weekend or this one last little thing before fall. Yeah. Um like of uh heat. Like like this last last heat wave that you get. Yeah, that it has before, to sustain uh, you so. through a long gray yeah, and wet so, winter so enjoy the crap out yeah. of that this i'm weekend, super happy that it falls on a weekend because typically yeah. the netherlands like good weather you typically have when you can't make use of it yeah exactly oh my gosh that was the number one thing it literally feels like like the weather is trolling you doesn't yeah it? completely like it's so freaking nice during the week when you're inside an office working and then you look at your um uh weather app and the entire weekend is raining and this doesn't just happen one week at, <laughs> out of the year it happens like 90 percent of the freaking weeks out of the years is insane it literally feels like the weather is trolling it, you it's, it's it really does so i'm super glad that this weekend is supposed to be nice weather yeah, enjoy and that happens once in a blue moon yeah i'm really looking forward to it it has been it has been pretty wet and rainy here so will be All nice right. yeah well we'll get uh we'll see what happens next week i'm i'm actually very excited already to seeing what uh because this is a challenge that i haven't faced before so. yeah let's uh give it some so uh, thought let's sink a little bit during the week and uh see what we come up with till next week yep let's do it awesome man all right man peace see you nice talking